it's clear that the goal is not to not care what people think. And I think maybe there was a day that I actually thought that that was the goal, that you could just stop caring what people thought and that I shouldn't care what they think. And I've had conversations with a friend about, you know, not caring what a, a coworker would say. And, and the reality is, is like, no, that's not the end goal. You're always going to care and it's okay to care. That's why it hurts. And that's how we connect. We, yes. because we care. But ultimately it cannot define the decisions that you're going to make in the future. Yeah. Hello everyone. And welcome to the stronger, healthier, happier podcast. We are very excited to have you with us and thrilled to have the opportunity to improve together. We believe that by paying close attention to our mindset, movement, sleep, stress, nutrition, and network, that we can create the life we were intended to live. Here is to a stronger, healthier, happier you. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Stronger, Healthier, Happier podcast. Welcome back. We are on episode 24. Uh, we apologize. It's been a bit since we were doing this. I think it's been three weeks, maybe more. Um, yeah, it's been quite the month. Um, big news is we are back open. Yes, finally. <laughs> After another uh, 90... Five days of Get Rocked at I Home? Know, I lost Who cares about the math anymore? Um, after a very, very long stretch of being closed, we have been, yeah, allowed to reopen. And that has brought a lot of positivity back into our lives and kind of a little bit of a roller coaster ride for the last couple of weeks that we're kind of dive into today. But we are just, yeah, super happy to be back. And again, if you are listening to this, then... Thank you, thank you, thank you for sticking with us, whether you are a member or not a member. Um, staying connected is just kind of everything to us. Yeah, I think that's been the biggest theme of the week is just those connections to see people back in the gym and smiling faces and hear what they've been up to. And um, it just made me personally like realize how much, I mean, I knew I missed people and I knew I missed doing something with people, but it just each individual that comes in, I'm genuinely interested in just what's been going on. How are they? Like <laughs> what's happened for the last three months? Yeah. It's, it's like, Hey, we have yeah. real friends again. Well, I mean, we, we, you know, we got the new building. We kind of set it up. It was a little bit not finished when we first opened. And then since, you know, we kind of had 90 days to put it all together. And so you're, you're so proud of this thing that you've, you know, finally been able to put together and clean up and organize. And then just no one, like there's just no one there. Like and we you, did it. can't share it with anyone. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it kind of means nothing to us in a way because we, we did everything for the classes and yeah. for the members. So, um, it's kind of been nice to allow people back into our home. I think a lot of people call it their home away from home. And, um, yeah, it's just been, a wonderful week. I think the theme of this episode, guys, we're just going to walk you through, um, I think just a little bit of our, yeah, emotions that we've been through in the last, um, I mean, last long while, but the last week or so too, just to give you guys a little bit of, uh, insider info on kind of, I don't know how our brains work, how we think, how we deal with emotions, um, the emotions that we feel, um, I suppose if you're listening to the, to to this 
it could be an indication that you like us a little bit. Maybe you respect us. Maybe you look up to us, um, which is awesome. I'm, I'm only assuming that. I don't think many people tune in because they don't like us, but who knows? Because um, I know when I listen to other people on podcasts or read their books, I mean, I'm doing it because I, I love their stuff and, and I respect them. Um, but it's just funny when, you know, we think we're kind of, again, perhaps leaders in our field. And I just think sometimes um, when we have people that we look up to, we assume they don't go through the bumpy times, the rough roads, and maybe have the emotions that we feel. Because that's how, when I think about the leaders that I look up to, I just sometimes I get thinking, man, their lives look so great and they, they got all their shit together and they don't deal with the the you know the shit that I'm dealing with. And um, yeah, sometimes when you hear some real truth from them, kind of makes you realize like, oh, like we're all not that different. And I think kind of, we want to share some of that stuff with you guys today. Um, Not for anybody to feel sorry for us, just to basically level with you guys and and relate and connect because that was the whole point of this podcast in the first place is just to have another medium where we could connect with you. And um, if you're still here, then I'm assuming you're liking it so far. So that was kind of the theme of... um, what we came up to uh, with today with episode 24 and the reopening. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's been a long road to get to, if we rewind, I guess it was like two weeks ago, we were getting the hint that we were mm-hmm. going to be reopened. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think we didn't take them a hundred percent seriously because sometimes they change and we're not even really going to get into the strange guidelines that we're following right now but we are following very strange guidelines we don't agree with them but you know what this week has shown that the rockers are the definition of resilient i'm saying no one i mean we all kind of not going to say no one's complained about the mask because i think even i've complained or just said i felt like i was joking but we're just grinding in workouts with masks because that's what we have to do there's nothing to be said. We're making do. We're buying strange mouth guards that now keep my mask out of my mouth. Hannibal, Hannibal Lecter mask yes, pieces. Yes, exactly. Thank you, T. Shane. Um, yeah, we're just back at it. And I mean, this week has, I think maybe the previous week has been a bit more rocky for myself, but this week has been busier than we have been in 90 days. And it has been so incredibly wonderful. I feel a thousand percent more energetic even with the workouts that we've had and muscles being a little bit sore it's just been yeah our, our yeah. love tanks are getting filled up again like yes, that's exactly. that's the reality that yeah. is that is such a great yes my tank is so full yes emotionally we feel charged again um and, and you know i was talking to a few members being closed and i think it's hard to put a finger on what it is but i i think it's like um I think it's like the love tank, the the connection tank, the emotional tank is just drained. And that's why we love what we do and we also believe in what we do and in the magic of of the community and all that is that we need it we need this so bad. Um yeah, so it's just it's been really good um to see people again we've kind of <laughs> we're going back and forth here a lot, but 
if you have come into our gym and and worked out, you've done it with a mask on because that's the law. I would just love to give you the sweatiest hug after workouts or non-sweaty hugs, but man, do we love you guys for just being resilient and sticking with it. Um, for business reasons, we need people to be in our gym, but just like right now, our, just our hearts are full that people have, um, I don't know, they're just, they're just going to follow us. They're just going to be with us. They have our backs no matter what. So um, anybody listening, if you've been into a workout this week with us, or maybe you're planning one in the future, we, you just have no idea the, um, the appreciation we have for, for you and for sticking with us. And yes, it's been, it's been a very, very crazy year. But, um, again, we're winding back to kind of like two weeks ago or a week and a half ago, we got the word, um, that we're going to be able to reopen. And, um, Jen kind of mentioned a little bit, some weird guidelines, they've allowed fitness facilities to reopen. Um, individual training is allowed one-on-one coaching is allowed, but no group instruction, no group classes. So that was a bit of a pickle for us to figure out. And yeah, so we kind of got that info and then just kind of started rolling from there. Yeah. I mean, again, we're not going to go through details because everyone's handling this a little bit differently, but we made a plan. And I think this is kind of one of the themes today too, is just, you got to do you. We were given a, you know, a set of guidelines that even though they made no sense, we just had to try our best to stay true to what made sense for us and what we thought would be, you know, best for the community. And, um, you know, put the guidelines, uh, out to members and, and for the most part, you know, things are really went really well. Like again, so many, you know, great pieces of feedback and people are just excited to be back, but there's just always a few that, you know, kind of rattle you. And, you know, the weekend before we were opening or that week before we were opening, I mean, to be completely honest, I sat in my living room in tears and was like questioning why we do this. <laughs> yeah. I think it your words were rough. I can't do this. Yeah. Jen, um, yeah. Jen looked at me in tears and said, I don't want to reopen if what we're doing is upsetting this, this many people, which, um, we're going to get into this more, but it wasn't that many people. I mean, we received equal parts, positive and negative. Um, I think probably in reality, a lot more positive than negative. Yeah. And then, but we've discussed in just how, how impactful the negative ones are and why that's so frustrating because you can have one or two negatives and it wipes out 60 positives and you're still three, four, five days later thinking about the negatives when really focus on the people who focus on the people that are behind you and love you and that your opinion that you actually value their opinion on. And so, I mean, again, I think we're just human. And if you feel like this, we're right there with you that it's, it's frustrating when you maybe don't even value what they're saying, but yet it, it sticks with you for much longer than it should. Yeah. So we kind of started trying to move forward with these new guidelines that we were given. Um, I was on a zoom call with, uh, I think 12 other CrossFit gym owners, functional fitness gym owners, um, 
yeah, just 12 other gym owners from, um, I believe they were all in Winnipeg. And yeah, we sat on this call for over an hour trying to discuss what we all think we should do. I mean, everyone had a general idea. We kind of worked together to come up with some, you know, to bounce ideas off each other. But um, kind of the, the point of my story is that, I mean, all people all over Manitoba, all gym owners were very, very, very anxious and nobody knew exactly what to do. We kind of started having some rough ideas of what it might look like. And um, yeah, I mean, we just, I, I took all of that info. Jen and I, like I me, mean, when it comes to our gym and our business, like it's, it's our entire life. Like we've had to basically make rules um, as we're doing this podcast at 7.20 at night on a Sunday. But <laughs> we have to make like strict guidelines to not let work life, gym life, um, take over our entire life. Um, you know, at home as well. So, um, what I'm getting at here is that anything regarding the gym and when decisions have to be made, they're not taken lightly. They're not taken lightly. Um, we talk things out 10 different times, 10 different ways. We play devil's advocate on each other. We should start bickering about each other's ideas and zoom calls with our coaches. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I mean, very, very small, simple decisions we think through it like a million times. So when it comes to reopening a facility our, our gym coming out of code red, being closed for almost a hundred days, um, like 180 days total in the last 12 months, we got these crazy guidelines we got to follow. We got to get people, um, exercising now in masks. Jeez. It was just, it was a lot for our brains to process and I feel like our, our, our connection tank, our emotional tank, they were already drained. I mean, there's just, there's just a lot going on and we basically spent, I mean, geez, two days like constructing this email and just, you know, just praying that people came back and we put our hearts into it and we put our, our brains into it and, and our emotions on the line and just, we really just tried to give people the <laughs> the best email possible so that they would kind of get walk back through the front door. Yeah. Come back in and just understand, um, where we're coming from. There's just, there's just so much to, um, think about and go through. But, um, yeah. So like, like Jen said, um, it was received quite well. We just, we also just, we received, um, a lot more negative, negative comments that we, we thought, and we don't really want to dive into the, the negativity on this podcast, but circling back to what I was saying 10, 15 minutes ago, that um, even Zach and Jen just go through lots of ups and downs. And um, yeah, it was just, it was so wonderful wonderful to be opening again, but it just was not the reopening that we were anticipating. Just we we just thought it would be a lot smoother. Yeah. And um yeah, and after talking with some close friends and just like and basically just talking, trying to talk it out because Jen was upset and I was upset and um we don't like to make people mad. We we got in this to make positive relationships. So we were always sometimes baffled on how it gets turned around into a just a situation that we just never expected but um 
one of our awesome, amazing members, actually quite a few, quite a few. If anybody sent out any love to us recently, just, just know that we were, yeah, we just really, really appreciated it. Um, one member sent me just an absolute incredible email and it just, it just kind of hit home so quickly and so hard and it just kind of really turned around my energy for for the week so i kind of got it midweek and it just um yeah it was just amazing but there was a quote in her email um from Brene brown and here's the quote a lot of cheap seats in the arena are filled with people who never venture onto the floor they just hurl mean spirited criticisms and put downs from a safe from a safe distance The problem is when we stop caring what people think and stop feeling hurt by cruelty, we lose our ability to connect. But when we're defined by what people think, we lose the courage to be vulnerable. Therefore, we need to be selective about the feedback we let into our lives. For me, if you're not in the arena also getting your ass kicked, I'm not interested in your feedback. And when I read that email and I read that quote, I believe I instantly printed off on my printer and I hung it on the office wall because it was just something I needed. I needed that quote. I needed that, that line right then and there. And it was just really good and really good timing. Yeah. I think it just, and I mean, maybe you're saying, okay, why are they telling us this? But this is, I guess just a real life coping. Like what do we do? And I mean, immediately we talk to, we talked to a lot of the members that had positive things to say. And, you know, you you just reassure yourself like, okay, okay, we're not crazy. Like we do have a really good thing and we, we do have positive people and we, they just want to come work out. Um, you talk to your family, you talk to your friends, you, you get sent these messages and you, you find these quotes that kind of reinstill in you the faith that you had before. And then just, yeah, just push you to, realize that you're on the right track and you're just doing you. Yeah. And we, we both love Brene Brown stuff and we would look up to her and think of her as like a leader in our lives. So it's, to me, it's always amazing. Cause when I read that, you start to think, I wonder what the, the, the shit that Brene Brown has had to deal with. I mean, for someone to write that quote, she's clearly been through a lot. She knows what she's talking about. And she's like the top person in this field of mindset, motivation, living your best life. So um, she's clearly had experience in this, this arena of getting mean spirited criticisms and put downs from a safe distance. So it's again, when I said a lot, like, um, earlier in this podcast is that it just sometimes feels good to connect with somebody, somebody that you look up to, to think not that like my life is better because Brene Brown has dealt with haters too, but just everybody kind of goes through this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like the line when we stop caring what people think and stop feeling hurt by cruelty, we lose our ability to connect. So, that's a big one for me because I am trying to connect with people. I'm trying to connect with people on the deepest level possible. Um, I'm trying to be a leader in our community. I'm just trying to do the best I can. And 
the next line says, when we're defined what people think, um, when we're defined by what people think, we lose the courage to be vulnerable. So sometimes I lose courage. I, I try to be, um, I try to be brave. I try to speak my mind. Um, and what, um, I'm sure like people like Brene Brown or Tom Bilyeu or Gary Vaynerchuk, the people I kind of follow and, and keep up with, um, Ryan holiday. Sometimes the more brave you are and the more you that you're trying to be, you're trying to be your, the biggest version of you. Um, it doesn't go over super well with everybody. When you sit back, say nothing, be quiet, don't take sides. Um, you don't you don't catch much heat for it. And sometimes when we try to make bold moves in our gym, try to do things that maybe other gyms don't do, or other leaders won't do, and we're we're trying to like make our community the very best it can be, and 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 say things and help people a certain way. Um, we get a lot of support and love for it, but also when those things are done, it offends some people. Some people take it very personally and there are, there is some backlash on our end. Mm-hmm. Um, I've said to Jen that I've, I'm trying to think I've written 25 like rocker mindsets and <clears throat> the ones that I'm like most nervous to send when it says, do you want to send it to all of your subscribers? And geez, my heart almost starts racing. I feel like those are the best ones I've written. I feel proud of those ones. <clears throat> and I get I get very nice emails back. I get a lot of love back and support. Um, those are all also the ones that I will get back some negative feedback. Yeah, it never fails. It's Yeah, it's just interesting. And we hope you guys... I think just in even talking to friends this week, you realize that everyone is experiencing some version of this in their workplace or in their families or in their friends group. Like everyone, you know, they make a decision, they feel so confident about it, and then they get heat for it out of nowhere. What seems like left field. Um, Cole, you do anything bold, you're going to get you're going to get some like really cool love and support from it, but you're going to also get some haters. Like I don't, I, it's just, it's just, it could be small stuff or big stuff. You could, um, dye your hair bright purple. And then all of a sudden you're gonna be like, Whoa, like I got like 15 compliments today on my hair. People are going to be like, wow, I love it. And someone's gonna be like, I hate your purple hair. Yeah. That's just what happens. You do anything bold and, and kind of not totally in line with the norm. You're going to get some love for it. So be ready for that. It's fun. Um, but you're going to catch some heat for it too. And again, if we go back to that Brene Brown quote, um, we don't want to be defined what people think because then we lose the courage to be vulnerable. We want to be vulnerable. I want to anyway, and I want to teach people too. I want people to be bold and brave when people make big changes in their life. Maybe you've just started eating better and going to the gym more. Just pay attention to what happens because you're going to get support and you're going to get love, but 
perhaps that bold move that you maybe didn't think that was that bold. I mean, somebody's going to say something and it's just, um, we're still learning to this day. I've been doing this. I mean, I'm 34 years old. I mean, um, we're in our ninth year of business, still learning to how to handle the ups and downs. Um, I mean, I think I like that quote just because it, it's clear that the goal is not to not care what people think. And I think maybe there was a day that I actually thought that that was the goal, that you could just stop caring what people thought and that I shouldn't care what they think. And I've had conversations with a friend about, you know, not caring what a, a coworker would say. And, and the reality is, is like, no, that's not the end goal. You're always going to care and it's okay to care. That's why it hurts. And that's how we connect. We, yes. because we care. But ultimately it cannot define the decisions that you're going to make in the future. Yeah. We need to be going back to that quote. We need to be selective about the feedback we let into our lives. So it's all, yeah, it's just, it's understanding that to be the best version of you, you're going to have to make some big steps or some bold steps, um, some bold moves and just be selective. I'm, I'm still learning how to, how does one negative comment erase a hundred positive comments? That's, that's what we're trying to deal with in our brains because it's, it's consuming. I, I always, it's, it's the dark side. The dark side is powerful and consuming. I always got to get a Star Wars reference in there for any of you Star Wars nerds out there. Um, but it's, it's very difficult. Um, and we're just kind of sharing that with you guys today. So if you feel the same way, you're not alone. Yeah. You can just know you like, we're all on the same level here. We're all the same. Um, I think we handle this stuff. In similar ways, I, I often tell Jen, I, I remember it was back in uh, 2014-ish. Um, it was before it was before Jen and I were dating, but I, I tell her the story that, um, I mean, she knew me back then through the CrossFit world, but I grew my beard to the longest my beard had ever been. I think I went like, it was like a year without shaving. I, I just, I wanted to just grow a huge beard. I've never grown a huge beard and I <laughs> wanted to grow a big beard. And I grew a big beard. If anybody wants to see photos, um, they're on the gram somewhere. I also, my passport photo is like peak beard season. It's good for like <clears throat> another five years. Yeah. I got the 10 year, 10 year passport yeah. option with the big beard. Always get funny looks. Of course you did. Yeah. Funny looks at the airport. Um, yeah. So side note, if you want to see that beard, let me know. Um, but I said to Jen, what's interesting is that during that time, I have never had so many random compliments in my entire life. I was in the mall of America. So, you know, not even in Manitoba anymore. I'm in the States in Minneapolis. And I just was like walking around shopping. And like, I just remember like this, these two, like very tall, very strong looking dudes to the point like it was intimidating because they were like, they looked like they were like NFL linemen, like walked right up to me and I was like, whoa, what's happening right now? And he's like, he said, dude, that is a sick beard. And I was like, thanks, man. <laughs> we like, he like gave me a pound. We like shook hands. Um, he gave me like the cool guy handshake. And it was just like, I was just like, yeah, like my, my ego was huge in that moment. I was definitely walking a bit taller in the mall for the rest. I'm like, I'm like, frig yeah. <laughs> and all the time, I remember like just grocery stores and 
you just get people like, man, that's an awesome beard. So I, and the reason I'm telling you stories, I just think like having a very big beard is possibly not the norm. And I received like just total random love for it. But then I also received like, why are you doing that? Why don't you shave? You know, you also get some weird comments too. So it's just funny if we, I don't know, I just feel like we analyze any little thing in our life that's just, I don't know, you wear some bright shoes or crazy sunglasses. I don't know. I'm just saying like when you're, when you just can be like the biggest, best version of you, you're just, you're going to get some really cool support and love from it. And then just, yeah, I don't know. You're just going to get some negative feedback too. And you just got to learn to to filter that out. Yeah. One of the books that I just finished reading, um, called kids these days. And I'm trying to remember the name of the author. Of course I gave the book back already. I think it's like Jody Carrington. Oh, I'm sorry if that's not. When in doubt, don't guess. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, she says something very similar in there in that you should carry in your wallet a list of five to 10 people that you value more than anyone in your life. And then if someone is making negative comments or making you feel bad, you check to see, is their name on that list? And if it's not, then you just kind of thank them and let it roll off the other shoulder. And again, we're, we're still learning how to do this, but I thought that was a good analogy too. And just, yeah, I think for me with anything that's happened, it's also was interesting to point out because we've talked about this before that a lot of the anxiety that came with reopening and the unknown, there was a lot of worry and heaviness for something that hadn't even happened yet. Like I think the, you know, the darkest, you know, crying in the living room was like maybe the Friday before we opened or the Thursday even before we opened. And it's so, it's this anticipation of what's going to happen and how people react. And I let that kind of consume me because on Monday morning when I walked in the gym and saw the first class of, it was maybe the 9 a.m. that I was there, I just knew that everything was going to be okay. So I went through all of that. I mean, maybe the slightly negative comments still would have affected me, but I let that heaviness kind of consume me. Um, And it was all based on really nothing. Like I I let that anticipation and unknown um, stress me out. And so that's something that, again, I'm, I'm trying to get better at is just worry about it when it actually happens. But the reality is, is that we had whatever, a hundred, more than a hundred people walk through the door on that Monday. And I literally just knew that everything was totally fine. And I've been on cloud nine ever since. And yeah, a lot of our anxiety and worry is about (laughs) things that have already happened or things that have not even happened yet and might never happen. And totally. And we all, and we all do it. And, um, I mean, when we, when we talk with you guys in person or you're listening on this podcast, or if you read the rocker mindset or follow us on Instagram, um, a very, very key thing to keep in mind is that when I am talking, you could take it from the point of view as I, as, as I'm talking to you, um, I'm, I might 
suggest finding it helpful to think that when I'm talking, I'm actually talking to myself. Um, and I know that sounds weird, but if you read the rocker mindsets or reread them, this is not meant to sound creepy, but you can pretend it's like Zach's journal to himself. Um, when we're talking on this podcast, Jen and I are like, basically we're talking to each other. We're talking to you guys, but we're kind of like talking to ourselves in a way we are dealing with all of this stuff. Everything we talk about, we are dealing with it with you. We are, we don't have all of the, the, the solutions here, right? So it's not about when we tell you things in the rocker mindset or on this podcast, we, we don't have it all figured out. And to be honest, I don't think anybody does. And that's kind of the point of what we're doing here today is to connect with people to make you realize that you don't have to have it all figured out. We're, we're kind of working through this together to um, teach ourselves that, okay, I'm feeling anxious right now. I, I have anxiety about this and this and this. And we start talking about it out loud and we actually start to realize, you know, instead of letting it just consume us to the point of ruining the whole week, perhaps it only ruined a day for us. So we, we like to think we're getting better at it. Um, we're learning together. We, yeah, we're, we're, we're right there with you guys. Um, and I think some of the, you know, it's like, okay, what did we do? Like when we reflect back on the week, what did we do to like kind of change our mindsets right away and let that stuff just disappear? And I mean, the first one is, like immerse yourself in positive people. Like everyone that walks through the door has been so impactful in that area in just and I've talked I talked reframing, to, yeah, what we're doing and encouraging us and yeah. get some positive people in your life and some positive people to look up to. Um like and I just him. yeah. And I just I just open up to people. People were asking, like, how's it going? How's your day? And I said, it's very good. It's really amazing to be open right now. Here's what I'm dealing with. And I got amazing feedback from um, amazing advice from different people. I just find, for me, um, I don't like to look at it as, like, venting or complaining. um, Because complaining is just complaining. But I'm sharing my feelings. I'm opening up. And people... Yeah, can just provide some good insight. I, I found that kind of helped us turn it around. Um, yeah, it turned out to be a very, very amazing week. We are super pumped for the future. And we can't wait for more podcasts. Yeah, so after listening to all this today, guys, if you ever think, Zach, what can I do? to start helping me with that stuff that you guys are talking about. And Jen and I sometimes like to share the books that we're reading. I don't know if I've shared this book yet, but I should because I've been reading it for over a year now. Um, the book is called The Daily Stoic and it's by Ryan Holiday. We've mentioned Ryan Holiday a lot on this one. Um, I love this book because it's got um, it's all about Stoic philosophy um, if you know lots about Stoic philosophy, then I'm sure maybe you've heard of this book. And if not, that's okay too. I knew nothing about Stoic philosophy until I picked up this book, but I believe this is the number one place to start. Um, 
he takes, um, basically you read a page a day. So that's the first point of why this book is awesome. Cause you only have to read a page a day. Um, every page has a date and you read that page on the date. Um, every page has a incredible mindset lesson, life lesson, just everything that we embody, I think in our gym and this podcast, um, it's just, yeah, it's just a really cool book. And it's just a short lesson every day to kind of help you deal with life. And what I find very, very fascinating about this book or stoic philosophy, um, the, the quotes that are in this book and, and stoic philosophy was, again, someone can correct me if I'm wrong here on this one, but it was like 2000 years ago when Marcus Aurelius was the emperor of Rome. I should look up this date probably before I start this podcast, but we're talking like around 1900 years ago. And the things that these guys write, these philosophers is like, it's so eerily close to what we deal with between the year 100 and the year 2021. If you didn't know when they wrote it, you might think it was written last year. Um, so I find that really, really fascinating that these lessons in life never really change, which is actually kind of cool when you start learning about it. Um, anyway, guys, so if you're, if you're really into that stuff, I highly recommend the daily stoic. Um, yeah. And I was just going to finish with, um, a passage that I've read, read in the last week. Um, it was just kind of my favorite one of the week. So I was just going to share it with you guys today to kind of end this podcast. So this one was February 17th and it was called the enemy of happiness. It is quite impossible to unite happiness with a yearning for what we don't have. Happiness has all that it wants and resembling the well-fed, there shouldn't be hunger or thirst. That one is written by Epictetus. I think I'm saying that right now. So every page has um, a Stoic philosopher quote. Sometimes those ones are a little bit difficult to understand, I guess, because it was also written 1900 years ago and... I think by people much smarter than me, but my favorite part is that Ryan Holiday also writes a paragraph under each one, I think kind of putting into modern day um, kind of terms and time. So he writes underneath, I'll be happy when I graduate. I'll be happy when I get this promotion. I'll be happy when this diet pays off. I'll be happy when I get more money. Conditional happiness is what psychologists call this, this kind of thinking. Like the horizon, you can walk for miles and miles and never reach it. You won't even get any closer. Eagerly anticipating some future event, passionately imagining something you desire, looking forward to some happy scenario. As pleasurable as these activities might seem, they ruin your chance at happiness here and now. Locate that yearning for more, better, someday, and see it for what it is, the enemy of your contentment. Choose it or your happiness. As Epictetus says, the two are not compatible. And I just really, really love that page. And I think it also kind of sums up what we are about. Um, Stronger, healthier, happier. We need to be happy here and now. Not happy when this happens or happy when that happens or someday I'll be happy. 
the goal in life is to be happy and we need to be happy here now with what we have. We need to figure out if we don't feel happy, why don't we feel happy? Um, but this, this someday happiness, um, like he says, like the horizon, you can walk for miles and miles and never reach it. You won't even get any closer. So, um, if we're placing our happiness on a future job or, oh, I'll be happy when I live in this house or I'll be happy when I drive this car. Um, I think it's just a fantastic lesson in that. No, it doesn't work that way. You need to learn how to be happy with who you are um, here and now, and then you move forward. Yes, love it. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back much, uh, much sooner this time. (laughs) We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you everybody for listening to another episode. We really appreciate your support and hope to have you back again soon. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Ted Good Music and the band Heat for allowing us to use their music. Until next time, let's keep rewriting our story and redefining who we are. Tell me what you want.